0: Good evening and welcome to the official Wessex podcast. I'm Tom Trimble and I'm delighted to welcome our first guest onto the show, the one, the only Sean Hawkins. Gaffer, welcome, mate. Tell me a bit about yourself.
1: Hello. Hello, Tom. How are you doing, mate? All right.
0: Yeah, not too bad. You?
1: Yeah, good. So, yeah, good. So, a little bit about me. So, um, yeah, obviously, four name Sean Hawkins, nicknamed the Gaffer. Um, work in IT. Um, and sort of uh, live in Bedminster um, all my life, really. Um, yeah, and that's a little bit about me, really. Yeah, decent,
0: mate. Um, just how much you miss in football,
1: then? Yeah, do you know what? I miss it quite a lot. Um, again, like I, I knew the last sort of few years, I haven't really um, been to watch Wessex as much as I want to because, uh, obviously, my massive commitment to Bristol City. <laughs> um, so, yeah. But I still get my dose of watching Bristol City uh, from from home in a moment. So, but yeah, just being able to come out and see see the lads and watch the, the players and watch all these new, exciting young lads play. Uh, yeah, it is a bit different in a moment and I'm looking forward to, to, to it coming back and being able to come up and support the team.
0: Yeah, well, it's getting back full time. That's what we want, really, isn't it? You know, just getting back playing um but um yeah so how
1: many years have you been involved at wessex well so so at the start of start of wessex really it's sort of been the first sort of couple years was a bit on and off um so i first started um it wasn't called wessex at the time it was called um or boys um in 97 98 um so I knew a couple of lads that were playing, and they said, "Oh, it was last the end of the season. I think it was '96-'97 season." They said, "Oh, you should come along, um, and have a and have a game." So I was like, "Yeah, all right." So we um, went along, and I I was playing. I played that started off up front, and um, so I had a crack up front. And then um, that's when I met Webbo, and um, Webbo said to the manager, "He said, oh, he said." We've got the team that plays top of the league. Last game of the season, I think there was only about two or three games of the season left. He said, yeah. "He said you should play uh, Sean Centre-half. He said, "Get him to mark him at a game because he's the one who scored. He scored the most goals in the league." Yeah. Um. So, so they so they played me centre back. I've never <laughs> played that before. Um. And they said, "Whatever you do, just stay on this man. Don't lose him." Yeah. But that's what I did. So I've marked him out a game, and then the only time that I um. I didn't mark him. I, I lost him because I got attracted to the ball because I wasn't following him. He ran through and scored, and they beat us one 0
0: Oh really. Um,
1: so that was my, yeah. So that was my introduction to uh, to sort of men's men's football. Really, I was playing sort of Sunday Sunday League football. Um, but again, like I suppose even if you go back further and that, when I was at school growing up, I wasn't really massively into football. Yeah, um, which is quite surprising if you know me now. And how I am about football. West, um, right? <laughs> yeah, so um, whereas before, yeah, so before I left school, I was well into rugby and I was playing for the school team. And um, I look back at it now and wish I would have carried on with playing rugby after I finished school because I think I could have sort of done, played at a decent level rugby because I was quite a, quite a good uh, sort of player. So I used to play flanker because um, I was, at the time, I was sort of quite uh, skinny and. Quick, I um, I, I, it was a position that was great for me, and I wasn't worried about getting involved in the tackle, so um, yeah. And then, and then, uh, in Bend, stood a guy next door, moved in, um, and he ran a Sunday team, so I just went along, um, sort of a play for them, had a bit of a run out on a Sunday, and then, like I said, then got introduced to Saturday, yeah, um, where I obviously met Webbo and a couple of other lads, and like I said, they played me center, center half, and then, um, and then the following season, we um, we finished. Uh, joint top, um, and again I played four season center half. Uh, it was a bit of a bit of a gut, really, the way the season finished because we were uh, we were top pretty much most of the way, and then we had one game, last game of the season, um, and uh, I think all we had to do was draw, um, or yeah, we had to draw or win to win the league, and um, and then well, I think we lost four or three in the end. Um, but we were we were we were three two up and the linesman was flagging to give us a penalty. The ref got confused and gave, gave a goal kick. Um, and I'm pretty sure we'd have bagged that penalty and we'd have sort of won the game four two. But then they went out the other other end and, and scored and then we finished second on goal difference. I think it was or something like, so, so it was like that. I can't what, remember. So what, what
0: year? What year did you join? So what was the actual year?
2: The
1: first year of Wessex, so 97. Well, so not so it was BYE then, but then yeah. Wessex formed in two, 2001, yeah, um, 2002. So, but in between sort of 98 and 2003, we most of us left and went to play for a team called Bannister, and um, where we, we went into Division Six and pretty much won everything, but then, yeah, then it sort of did they sort of as, as we went up the leagues, okay, yeah. he sort of started replacing us, and then I was picking up a few injuries. So I went back, um, I can't remember how I went back, but in 2001, uh, 2000, 2001, we they were Rob's. Um, so we went back to play there, then the following year we formed Wessex, yeah. So really, I've been at Wessex since it was formed in 2001, 2002, mental, isn't it? Um, and then yeah, and then I was playing uh, centre back, right back, um under Darren Hughes, who's a manager, so that's Lynn's son, for people that don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. don't know who he is. Um, so, yeah, and then um, we went on to... So Wessex uh, won promotion to Division Five. Um, I mean, it, in those days, it was quite crazy because generally, if you finish sort of sort of fifth, sixth or seventh, um, you would generally get promoted in the yeah. lower leagues because of the amount of teams that drop out. So, yeah, we got promoted. Um and then in the 2002-2003 season, we moved to the um, civil service ground in Filton. Um, and again, yeah, we won, we won promotion again for the second season. Um, and then halfway through that season, I, that's when I become manager. Because um, my, my ankle injury was causing me more problems. So I just had enough and just decided, you know what, I'll start managing the club. So yeah, so 2002-2003 is when I started. Um, as manager
2: yeah
1: Um, so again like yeah took over halfway through again we finished fourth um, and we got promoted to uh, two divisions so you've done a lot in Essex yeah 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 that's it so I've got again like I said I've got a lot of a lot of roles so my current role is club president treasurer Um, I've been manager I've been general manager Um, I've been on the Bristol Navy Committee League, um where I was uh used to help um, you know, take notes, uh, cover if the secretary wasn't there, take minutes. Um, yeah, which was I I really enjoyed it in the Bristol Navy League because they were they were really fair and they would they would really stamp down if people weren't doing what they were meant to be doing. And then yeah, I really learned a lot from being on the committee, even though it was only for like a couple of years. And they had a lot of old heads on there and um, yeah, so it was really good. And also qualified referee as well. So, um, yeah, a lot of, yeah, yeah. A lot of uh, yeah, stuff. Angles,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's it. So that's what you do when you're as a manager because you end up having to ref a few games when, when you play in the lower divisions. You struggle for a referee. So um, I thought it was time to, to, to referee. And yeah, yeah. I've like become qualified referee. Yeah,
0: decent. Um, yeah, but yeah, good. Just, but, uh, just to go back, you did just mention it and it was going to be one of my next questions, but... I was going to ask what, what's your role at Wessex now, just just for people that don't know what your job is, and can you just explain, you know, you know what what you have to do in the job you have now at Wessex?
1: Yeah, so um, currently my role is club president and treasurer. Um, so you know, basically oversee a lot of stuff alongside Lynn, um, the chairwoman, um, and just like see the run-end of the club and make sure it is run in a really good and tight way because definitely um, over the last sort of two years it's got better but in previous years before that we sort of we didn't dictate enough and we were sort of let we we sort of let it slide a little bit Um, you know that was due partly that was due to other commitments outside of side of football you know I was running a pub for five years I mean that took up a lot of time so I didn't really so I lost sort of uh, not interest but yeah yeah just lost touch with it so i sort of I and mean, then but yeah since, since i've left the pub that sort of three or four years we started piecing it back together and started building a really good a good uh, wessex spirit and building it back up to how it was before so yeah. I and mean, obviously as my role as treasurer i sort of you know monitoring the money um you know making sure that you guys are on top of you know getting money in so we can basically run you know and pay all our League fees, pitch fees, training fees, you know, and um, and stuff and things like that. So yeah, that's the kind of role that I'm in at the moment.
0: Yeah, no, cool. Thanks for that, mate. Um, so, out of all the years you've been at Wessex for 20, the 20, twenty years, what's what's been your favourite year? Can, is is there been a favourite?
1: Oh, of course, it's, it's my favourite year, and anyone who knows knows about the Wessex history would would automatically pick out the O seven, oh eight season really. Is that the trouble um, it? And the reason for yeah, and the reason for yeah, the trouble winning the season, mate. I just don't think again, like I don't think there's many managers um, you know, in out there that have put together a trouble winning team. Um, and again we you know through that whole season we played some absolutely fantastic teams, you know, and 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 the, the thing is with that season is that we we wrapped it all up in the space of a week. Um, it it was oh, really? it was an absolute crazy yeah crazy week. Um, so yeah, we got to the got to the Norman Golden Cup final, um, on the seventeenth of April in two thousand and eight. Um, and again it it was quite a, it was quite an easy final because, you know, it was it was a game where we absolutely dominated and we did look under pressure at all and i think we i think we ran out sort of uh i think we won the game sort of four four or five nil now um and yeah and like the, the game was a bit marred because of one of their players he didn't start he come on second half um got given a penalty uh got saved by the keeper um and then he sort of lost his head then and all he wanted to do was fight the team and um he ended up um having a big fight with uh one of my centre midfielders at the time so they both got sent off um but later on we we appealed the decision because we didn't feel it was right and the guy who was invited to the centre midfielder was just defending himself um so we had to go to a, a committee meeting and luckily enough the ref sort of stood up for us and said yeah he was defending himself so it has got overturned and and i think that's been the first time in you know since i've known in in 20 odd years as being associated with Wessex. Yeah. Uh, decisions have been overturned, which I was really surprised about because I thought, you know, at the end of uh, the day, he did he did hit him back, but he was defending himself and so he had not, you know, and he, he never had no no alternative but to, to to hit him back because he was just getting absolutely pummeled. So um, yeah, and um, so yeah, we won the decisions to appeal. I think, yeah, it was a bit crazy. I think can't remember if, if they had like two or three sent off because it was that it was that mental. But um, yeah, so it was a game, but yeah, to win that on that. Um, I think it was the Thursday we played on the 17th of April. Um, yeah, and then we obviously went into the game, the game on, on the Saturday, the 19th of April, and um, we played Avon my Reserves. Again, always a tough game. Again, the, start, the first game of that season, we, were, um, we played them first game of the season and um, we started off um, 2-0 down at halftime, and we were playing a standard 4 4-4, 4 um, they absolutely battered us first half. So yeah. at halftime, we changed it around. We moved a couple of people around and we ended up going to 3-5-2, um, which I've never really played before. Um, yeah, hey, I love it. And I love it. To, yeah, <laughs> and then it, just to see it pay off. And then again, we won the game 4-2. Um, yeah, and to see that pay off. And then we played that for the rest of the season. And like I said, we ended up playing Avonmouth. Um, and again, that game was still out again because we were missing a lot of key players because if I remember it was uh, one of the guys stag weekends um, in the team so um, I think sort of three or four of them went away on a stag do yeah. um, so we had to sort of draft in a few of the, few of the other reserve players and um, yeah again I, I can't remember the score off the top of my head but um, I've sort of um, it was quite an interesting game I think um, let me just look it up yeah I think we won 2 3 nil in the end, I think. Yeah, 3 nil in the end it was. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it was quite an interesting interesting um, weekend. So, yeah, that pretty much wrapped up the league because they could only catch us if we lost every single game. Um, and they won all their games and scored like, ridiculous amounts of goals. So, it was, math, really? you know, it, it was still mass- yeah, mathematically possible, but, yeah, wrapped up. And then we had the big cup final on the Tuesday um, in the GFA Cup final. Um, we played Longwell Green Sports, and again, like that, was just another phenomenal game. Like obviously, we were um, we were we we were written off before the game because um, they were they were sort of uh, three or four leagues above us, um, you know. And again, we, like I said, we were we were written off before the game even started, and we got off to such a flying start. Again, we were three one up after thirty five minutes, um, and uh, striker Lewis Perryman. Uh, scored a hat-trick and again one of the key key moments from that first half was he scored a, his, uh, I think it was his second goal he scored 35 45-yard screamer he had his, he had his back to goal and so, uh, the ball dropped nicely to him he, he needed up turned, had a quick look so the keeper off his line turned and just volleyed it straight over the keeper and went in and like again we all went in at halftime thinking oh my god like what well, yeah. H- how and, and he went up, we just got keep well.
0: playing
1: yeah we got to keep Keep playing like that, and then to be fair, they come out, mate, and not going to lie to you, like they barred us second half and um, pulled it back, got it back to through all, um, and then again we were holding out. Come come to this last sort of five minutes or so, really held out, and then obviously went into extra time, and um, we had a, a, a young guy come off the bench called Luke Webster, we nicknamed Paulie, <laughs> um, and he, he 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 had a really glorious chance. Um, and he just clipped the post and he just like that. I just thought that summed up. Oh well, no, we're, like, oh, we're not. It, get this. Yeah. yeah. And then went to penalties. Oh my God, too. More attention again. <laughs> um, which, yeah, it was pretty epic. And like, um, I think it was, um, I can't remember if it was Trutchy or Ron sort of said about uh, the amount of penalties missed in the game on his interview. Yeah,
0: Ron, why not?
1: Yeah, that was it. It was Ron. Yeah. So, um, and again, it was mental. I think after the first four penalties, our keeper is saved two, and um, and um, I think we the keeper had saved one, and we put we put one over. Yeah. Um, and again, I can't remember who the penalty takers were. So then we de- then we um scored our next two, and then they scored their next two, so two two. And then um, uh, I think it was Captain Stu Smart at the time um, just taking the fifth penalty. Um. I think they, if I remember rightly, they went first. So yeah, Cole, right Bush, right. call keeper at a time. Yeah, he 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 saved their penalty, so it's two two. And then I think I think it was I think I remember rightly it was Stewart took the fifth one. Um, it, might been, yeah, really it might have even I can't really remember. Might have even been Weber. I can't really remember now. But um, yeah, and obviously stood up and buried it to make us win three yeah. two. And um, it was a pretty epic. Um, Sort of celebration that you oh, know, mentally, at the end of it, but especially
0: after winning like all three in the same week.
1: Yeah, it was pretty crazy. But um yeah, like I said, and after we won, like like the, we all went out on a night out, and where everyone was so tired, and <laughs> you know from from <laughs> just Mental like the crazy we had. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and it obviously didn't help that when we won the cup final on the Thursday, we went straight out after that. Went into town, and um, I remember um uh walking back to my house at, um five six o'clock in the morning and um one of the one of the guys i was walking back with gavin uh foreman we uh he said oh let's go to Asley." he said we'll get back to your house sean and we'll cook up fried breakfast so we went back to my house seven o'clock in the morning he's cooking a fry up so i mean i haven't been to sleep so <laughs> cooking a fry up yeah um and then he he cooks a fry up for us and uh, <laughs> he didn't even eat is because he he cooked it so uh then we all sort of got, got off, went to bed, and then realised we better prepare for Saturday's game. <laughs> yeah, and then two, yeah. You know, um, we sort of had again had another crazy night out. So yeah, it was it was a pretty uh pretty mental week if I'm honest. A mental um, but, week. But, yeah,
0: that, what, what I was going to ask you, mate, was was if if the result was different on the Tuesday final, how do you think that would have affected like you know the morale and stuff? Because you've just gone off the back of a, a cup and a league win. But you know, if you lost out on the treble, do you think do you think anything would have changed for the season after or anything?
1: Yeah, I think we'd have been a little bit disappointed. But again, like like I said, yeah, I think because people witness often Yeah, that's it. I think you know, and, and there's be there'll be a few teams that um that will, you know, will win doubles, but I think yeah, again to be the first Wessex manager to win a treble, like it you know it was was phenomenal and but
0: first and last you know, star, again
1: it? <laughs> nah definitely not there definitely be, will be another one that does it I'm sure of it just think with the quality that that I've seen over the last uh, sort of two three years bet better, you know it? with all the youngsters yeah I, I definitely think that you know they've got it got it in on them to do it so yeah I I wouldn't say you know i will be the only one but um yeah I would like to see you know the team win a league or, you know, even get to cup finals again.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, so yeah, I just think that's most probably my, my most enjoyable part of managing is when you win stuff, because you always question yourself. Um, I certainly do. You just always go, Oh, am I, am I good enough to run this club? Am I good enough to run this team? You know, when you start winning things, people then start taking notice of you and actually, you know, he actually, he knows what he's doing, you know, and again, like I said, it took, took a few years, but, um, again like like i said it, it, it that season then was it was quite funny so as i said 0708 season um, was the most probably the most enjoyable bit but again in 0506 um you know that that was my first time that we ever got to a first major cup final well yeah,
2: um,
1: yeah. So, so you know a couple of couple of seasons after that, that's when we did the trouble. But you know, we got like I said, we got to the final of the um of the cup, the league cup, and we lost to Safe Mead. And with that year we also got to the GFA Cup final and like after that, um again it was quite funny. So in the GFA Cup semi final, we lost to a team called Longwell Green Sports.
2: Yeah.
1: And that's who we beat in the GFA Cup final um, yeah, a couple was, of years yeah. later. So <laughs> so um yeah, it, so it's it, sort it, of it, quite it quite funny it, really. Yeah, that's it. And, and, and it's quite funny. So, like I said, the, the team that we beat in the, um, in the semi-final of the League Cup, uh, the, first, the first time, um, a team called CTK, very physical side, um, that, that pr- pretty much most of the team were in the team that when we played Imperial Saints in the normal Golden Cup final. So yeah. it's sort of, it's you fair. know, a bit of a quite, quite a funny situation. But like I said, you know, it's a bit of a gutter to lose to South Mead. And obviously losing the semi final because you think like you know you just you're there, you're aren't you just that yeah yeah do you know what I mean and like and then t- to face that you know you don't want to you don't you don't want to sort of it's I think it's more gutting like the further you get along competitions, um it, the harder it is to take when you lose. I, I, I think you know I what you, mean because if
0: you, you were there, weren't you, when when we lost to Kentish and won it and uh, yeah, on it that was one. Yeah, bit. again,
1: that's one and whatever. Yeah, it was just, we should never have lost. We had enough chances. Yeah. you know, we just couldn't couldn't take them. And yeah, it was a bit of a gutter, really. Like I said, I was, you know, that's to, to be involved in that. And yeah, just watch watch people give all their own. Like, oh yeah, I just think it, people find it harder to lose.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like even if you get to quarterfinals, I think when you get to a quarterfinal stage, I think that's when it really hits. same thing thinking you've got a chance, and then to lose in the quarters, of the semis, and even lose at the final is really really heartbreaking. But, you know, it's like if you go out and. Score, yeah.
0: It's going to say in, in the quarter rounds, stuff, it's like you're two games away from winning it, aren't you? You know, <laughs> you just say, like, Come on, boys, let's uh, let's get up for this and win it.
1: Yeah, that's it. So, yeah, but whereas I think if you lose in the early rounds, people think, Oh, so, right, we've got another cup to, to look forward to, or we've got the league to, 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 to sort of focus on. Yeah, so yeah, it was it, you know, it's quite, quite a quite a change. And like I said, yeah, that 07 08 season just absolutely phenomenal like you know again like some of the stats that I'll, that I'll pull out is you know in a league we scored uh 83 goals uh conceded 25 you know goal difference of plus That's 58 mental. um and even even cup games to so cup games we scored 29 conceded eight um you know so we were a very solid team didn't concede many goals as as i said you know over the course of the season we scored 112 and conceded 33 um, it's crazy stats Yeah, that so, that's that's the stats yeah, it's, double winning stats <laughs> yeah, you know and that's that's the reason we sort of you know ended up winning that league you know and when you got like when you have a partnership like, like we did at the time you know as I said earlier on a guy called Lewis Perriman who banged 42 goals in that season that's crazy you know yeah. phenomenal and then like you had you had a strike partner Jamie Carnevale you know he, he's banging 22 goals in for that season, do you know what I mean? And then there's there's contributions everywhere across the pitch, you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just 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 to, just to even to sum up all to sort of so, you know give people an idea, you know, we had a goalkeeper that season scored four goals. <laughs> um, so you know what I mean. So there was there was contributions again. everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, that's it, mate. And like I said, every, everyone joined in, you know. And um, again, that season was like I said was phenomenal. There was goals from everywhere, you know. Like I said, you know, you had um, uh, a centre midfielder called uh, Kev, who called in Barry. scored 12. You know, uh, you had a, a couple of midfielders between them scored, like Putin scored four, Stewie scored three, Webbo scored four. Um, you know, even a couple of the center halves like Rusk, who played center half got one. Um, Steph, who was playing wing-back, got two. Sean Bartlett, who was in the team, got two. You Know Lee Flay got one, um, and even like I said earlier on, Paulie, Luke Webster, he, he got three, um, yeah. So there was sort of you know contributions from everyone goals, across, yeah, goals coming from across everyone. the team, yeah, yeah. So that, I think that's what, what sort of was, was a really good season. And like I said, we played quite a lot of games that season, you know. Oh, when, when, like said,
0: flowing, it was, when it's
1: all flowing, yeah, you know, it's, it, <laughs> it works, doesn't yeah. it? Oh, yeah, 100, you know, and like I said, like again, go to go to call. So speak to when we said about Carl, Carlos. Uh, again, one of the uh, one of the another couple of games where um, with one of the games he scored and we were we were three two down, um, and it was it was the ninetieth minute and we got awarded a free kick and he went he was he was shouting, "Let me take it, let me take it." I think he's about twenty five yards out, yeah. so we're like, "Yeah, yeah, go on, in, have a go, bang, top corner, take <laughs> that out kind of thing." So, <laughs> so,
2: so, so
1: and then and then. I know we had an agreement that if we'd if we'd um, won the league by the time the last game of the season come, he'd play up front. So and I guess what he'd come out and bag the hat trick in the last yeah. game of the season. <laughs> so that's <laughs> why he got his goals up to four. So but yeah, he did score one from whilst playing in goal. You know, in the last game of the season we won like seven nil. So yeah. But yeah, it was a bit of a bit of a crazy one. But yeah, like I said, it was just that season was just phenomenal, like yeah. the contribution from everybody, you know, and and again, like people were is is that mentality that we had? We had a we had a solid fifteen players um, that I could pick from week in week out and because they were all sort of worried about losing their place. You'd get that same consistency every week, awesome. um, you know. And I I know that over the last few years that that's been a big problem with Wessex is the consistency. Whereas I think the last eighteen months that's definitely got a lot better and has also made made you guys a lot stronger.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Um, yeah so yeah. Yeah, so but yeah, that's you know, I know
0: I talked to lot Yeah, no, about that's all right, man. I was gonna so if so you
1: there's got a lot of key highlights,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah no, it's got to be as well for a treble winner. But, um, so have you got a favorite player, maybe from, from that title winner side, or, or even like more recent times? Is there is there one player that stands out for you?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, it, like I said, there's a, there, there's a couple of players that stand out for so, me, so <laughs> uh, it's really difficult to, to, to narrow it down to. To one, but I think if you asked me to pick past and present, um, going on potential and where I, and I think that they could potentially make it as uh, a guy called Ryan.
0: Yeah, is that Ryan and Duncan? Um,
1: yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. Just again, I, what was it? Two seasons ago, was it? Yeah, it was.
0: It was when we two, got two seasons ago. Yeah, two three seasons yeah. ago. Now, but my God, what a talent! Like.
1: Yeah, I think, I think that's when I, I think the season before that, I sort of just started coming back a little bit at night, coming to a few games. And I think that season there where Ryan was in, I think that's the games, the time that I come to the most games. And just just for, you know, what was he 16 at the time? Well, we, 16, 17? Yeah,
0: we played a 3-5-2, didn't we? And and he, he he's definitely yeah. a winger. You know, you can see by the way he plays, but he's in yeah. that wing back position didn't he you know unbelievable
1: oh just yeah, pace he could go past people he'd get back and defend but yeah so I think him and then like I said like you know Lewis Perryman was most probably the most gifted striker we've ever had at a club yeah. but again like he you, you you can like it's just sometimes his effort on the pitch like <laughs> he'd not be involved for 80-85 yeah. minutes um, and then he'd bang a hat-trick but whereas I think with Ryan you've You've got You will have that consistency with him. Wow, he's I think. I think as you, said,
0: you know that potential. He, he was literally 16, and he and he. Yeah. Was, he, was, he was me and Matt's player of the year, I think, or young player of the year. Um, and you think like
1: because you think he's young, people will push him off the ball, but he was not scared to no, to, I mean, to, to I mean, have a good battle, and yeah. So I think
0: the more I on, think I'd have to go with Ryan. Yeah, nice one. Yeah. I like that. Um, so,
2: yeah.
0: so have you got a best and a worst moment in football? I, I can probably guess your best, but is there any particular standout? If you heard Truccies, I think he said about an individual player, something that happened you know, behind the scenes, which helped him. You know, I think it was Josh Humber he was talking about in that one. But is there, is there a specific thing or, or, is it, or is it that title winning season?
1: Uh, well, so I think the title winning season is up there, but on an individual level. So for me, it's Lynn Hughes, like you know what she does for Wessex and uh, you know I can sit here and talk about Lynn all day long and you yeah. know but but uh, and people that know Lynn know exactly what she's like and yeah I just think uh, like even outside of football like you could turn to Lynn and have a conversation talk to her about other stuff in your personal life you know
2: yeah, 100%. you know
1: there's been times when you know when I've been been would be lowest, and and Lynn's always been there to pick me up, and you know, and I'm pretty sure that Lynn Lynn would say some similar things, you know, to me, and you know, and I think when um, sort of Lynn was going through her worst, when she had that um, cancer scare, was most probably the was you know one of her worst times, and you know we, we you know we picked her up, you know we had a massive charity event for her down down at and we we raised a good sort of couple of thousand pounds for it and she went on a look, you know, a trip to to New York for that and yeah, so I think, you oh, know, person wise, Lynn Hughes has been has been the one for me. Yeah,
0: no, amazing mate. Um, what what about what about the worst then? What's 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 the worst?
1: I don't know, I think it,
0: it has there been uh, a, I think obviously been a time when the club's been quite low or or anything like that? Yeah,
1: so I think uh, I, I think like I said, there's it's really difficult you know when I've been involved as long as I have, it's quite difficult to say if there is, you know, one main bad thing, but there's been a couple for me. So, obviously, being relegated um, as a manager, you know, and again, there's no, you know, no fault of our own. We so after after we went, we won the travel, um, they put us up two leagues. I've
0: been um, told this, I think, actually.
1: Yeah, carry on. Yeah, so. And, and and you know what it's like when play, when you're getting beat week in week out and you you know huh. you're yeah. struggling again. Pe- pe- people gone oh, I'd rather do someone else on a Saturday. Um, so we lo- so we ended up losing quite a few few of our sort of uh, better players. They went into you know to try their hand a higher level, which is I don't you know begrudge anyone for doing that and fair play to them, you know. Um, but yeah, it's sort of really sort of and to see the club you know decimated the way it was. Um, you know, and lose all these players and get relegated. I don't think it took us a few years to recover, and it sort of, yeah. So that was probably one of the hardest times for me. And then, and then, then what you do? You then start questioning yourself as a manager, yeah, cool. um, because people were leaving, and you're like, why can't you keep these players together? Um, and obviously, making the decision to to decide that I was not going to manage anymore, um, and not be involved in the manager. You know, it, it was a really tough decision for me. And to, um, again, one of the sc- scariest things for me was having to tell Lynn I wasn't going to manage the football club anymore.
2: Yeah, um, as she said it. <laughs> as, we,
1: yeah, as we all know, she's like, oh, we, you know, what can we do, what can we do? And it's just, and again, like I think, you know, you sort of, you're turning up to games, you know, people are not putting up nets, you know, not contributing, you know, those days we had to sweep the change rooms after, you know, and, you know, we had to put a goal that's up and You know, I remember being sat, stood out there at six o'clock in the evening, taking the nets down in the pouring rain because people weren't bothered to do it. And you sort of like, you know, again, like I would leave again for a game of football because I'd have to pick people up. You know, I'd end up leaving, you know, my house at sort of 11, half 11 in the morning, depending on where the game was. And I wouldn't get home till it was like six, seven o'clock. And, you know,
0: know, it's all day event.
1: Yeah, that's it. And then Saturday becomes, you know, and then when you, when you, and again, I'm one of these people that when I lose, that's my weekend ruined. Yeah, because um,
2: I'm,
1: you know, I'm unbearable. Yeah, I'm a, I'm unbearable then, you know, and then that has an impact on your personal life, you know, with, with your with your partners and you know and, and your kids and, and stuff like that. So yeah, but yeah, that's me probably, you know, the the lowest is that yeah, getting relegated and obviously quitting is the as the manager and then sort of again we as a club we sort of you know, again, like we started off, we had we only had, um, when we first started, we had one team, you know, and after a couple of years, we then decided to add a reserve team, you know, and then in the 2006, seven season, we then added three teams, you know, and, you know, we were a really good side, and then to sort of see that disappear, you know, we dropped the third team, and I think there's been a couple of occasions where we've been close to, to dropping the reserve team, if I'm honest, yeah. you know, yeah. and, you know, that, that for me is... It's sort of sad to see, but I think now as a club, we're definitely on the up, you know, and again, like, you know, when Webbo was in charge of the team and, you know, winning the league in that, you know, that season, they had some really good players and and then sort of, you know, seeing Webbo move on and you and Matt take over is, it's gone from strength to strength. So I think we're in a really good position and, you know, and even the, um, the reserves appointment with Trutch and Ron, you know, I think that stabilised the reserves a bit more, you know. And yeah. uh, as people are most probably aware, you know, we conversations and uh, you know going on at the moment, you know, about building the third team. So, you know, like I said, there's a lot of lot of discussions going on. Nothing set in stone at the moment, but um, hopefully, you we know, yeah. to get some stuff. Yeah, that's it. You know, and and again, like the the the, the, res, the first team back back to the level where where we were when. when, when you know where I took over when I was in charge, so it's good to see the first team team back up there. You know, it, it, competing at a level as well, not getting beat week in week out and actually competing. You know, and like I said, I think this season and even last season, I think if you would have had the amount of injuries that you guys have had to deal with, I think yeah. you'd be in a lot better position. Um, well, we
0: haven't we have completed the yeah. season
2: either,
1: have we? So you know, that's, that's another thing. No, that's it. So yeah, there's just you know, like even. The start of this season, like, just the amount of players that you guys have lost and that to change teams around quite a bit and bring new players in, yeah. you know, and you're still out there competing, like, you know, fair play to you, and Matt, like, you do a fantastic job, and like I said, to see all these young players that are coming in, like, absolutely phenomenal. I
0: oh, Mate, sense so, 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 yeah. some are older, from, you know, than when you first started at Wessex. Sorry, some are younger than when you first yeah, started. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it, like, like when I go to you and speak to you or Lynn, I'm like, well, how old is he? And Lynn goes, oh, he's only 17. I'm like, what? <laughs> 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 yeah, <it's crazy. laughs> I, I, I was, you know, I, like I said, I've, you know, I've been been involved, you know, since sort of 2000, well, 2001 really. So, you know, as you said, 20 odd years. And again, like like I said before that, you know, we were BYE. Um, we then got merged into Robs because, you know, and again, I, I'll hold my hands up in a reason that sort of they had to go to Rob's because I left to go to a team in Division Six and and I took five five or six of the players with me, you know and I won at
2: once.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So and I, you know and again not to, just not to, to sort of um you know say how good they were but we ended up winning Division Six um without losing a game. Yeah. Um, team called Bemmers Sports, you know, sort of I didn't lose a single game all season. I think. I think we drew one or two through the course of the season, um, and again, I suppose, uh, again thinking about that, another highlight of mine is um is uh, we played a team that were top of the league. They were called uh, Bristol Central, I think they were called, and they're a really yeah. good team. And um, and uh, I got um, we had um, we had the Evening Post. I had a write up, and I got Star Man, um, for the game. So it was pretty pretty cheap, <laughs> chuffed with that, you know. Yeah, chuffed with
2: yeah, that. And again, like
1: even, yeah, and even again like. It was quite funny. So recently, I've been clearing out the the, the loft and find sort of snippets from newspapers, you know, of stuff I've kept, and you know, seeing write ups of Wessex in there and stuff like that, you know. And again, like just yeah, just it's it, just it, great it's to a nice thing, isn't it It's nice, you know. Yeah, you get a
0: mention, absolutely. or you know, if the team get a mention, it's uh, it's, it's a nice, it's a good achievement.
1: Yeah, so it was a bit like I said, I you know caused a bit of the problems, and then that's when they decided to to merge into Rob's. Yeah, um, and then again, and again we got yeah. So and then that's when it wasn't going so well, at Rob's. So we decided to to form Wessex Wanderers Football Club. So yeah, um, and again, like I said, we you know we've been fluctuating between sort of the leagues sort of over the last few years. But like I said, I think the, c- the club now is is really on the up and. I think it's, it's a really good place to be, you know, and it, it's sort of got that atmosphere back where, you know, uh, it's more of a family now than it oh, is, yeah, you know, a football club. And, yeah, which is really good to see, you know, and again, we're not getting any younger, as they say. So, yeah, it's really nice to see that the club's the clubs in good hands as well with, you know, with the people we've got um, on the committee as well, you know, and the thankful job that, that they do. Because, again, like I said, a lot of people... Involved in play football, don't really necessarily ever get involved in, in the back the back end of it or even the committee. So they don't realize how much time and effort goes into to, to running a football team. You know, like sorting out pitches, sorting out training. You know, having regular meetings. You know, yeah. and um, and yeah, you know, create creating rules. You know, regulations for us to stick by. You know, filling in sheets. You know, and I've I've you known Lynn like when we were right? back. In, yeah. Yeah, that's it. I'm not even known back in the day, you know I mean? I'd known Lynn on a Friday night, drive all the way out to like Clutton or, you know, out to Almondsbury, like, just to get someone signed on so they can play Saturday because you've got to rather register before midnight on the day before, you know. And, yeah. you know, I've known Lynn like, out there at, like, 11 o'clock at night dropping team uh, signing on sheets to, to make sure they're registered for the next yeah. day and, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. Whereas, like, I think, and again, like I said, I think now with it all, the way that uh, is all going with social media and online like that it does make that side of it a bit easier but at the end of the day you still need the commitment of of your managers you know yeah. and everyone on the board to, to, to keep the club running and you know like I said people don't see that you know like I said you know people run training you know what I mean like you've got you've got your own jobs to do you know and you've got to try and fit all that in you've got to decide what you're going to do for training. You've got to talk about, you know, player selection and all that kind of stuff. Like I said, people don't realise how much work goes involved in that. You know, and even like, again, like running tours, like we've been, we've run football tours. You know, Uh, I don't know if, if you've ever been on any, Tom, but we've been on tours where we've had to play games.
0: I want want to do that. I want to. We, we, you know, we, we went on tour to Benidorm uh a couple yeah. of years' class but uh, I, I want to go and play you know play some teams abroad.
1: Yeah so again like just on on you know Wessex in Europe as 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 we call it. Yeah um our first journey journey to uh to, to Europe was in two thousand and five um and it we went to Holland you know as our first tour absolutely brilliant it was a competition uh to complete in the Simperveld Cup it was called um again it was a major success. I think I think there's about 18, 18, 20 of us that went on the yeah. first ever Wessex tour. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, I don't think I've mentioned it before, but um, when I, when I was managing Wessex in my early years, so I had my, um, my brother, uh, Chris Hawkins. And he was the, uh, you know, the, uh, my assistant. And, you know, we sort of went over, we really enjoyed it, you know? And, and again, like we, um, I think we got to the, I think we got to the knockout stages of the, the competition and yeah, it was really enjoyable. And like, like I said, it, uh, there was a lot of hard work because people don't realise, you know, getting people's money in, you know, making sure everyone's it. got a flight. <laughs> yeah, got, make sure everyone's got a flight. And because the thing is, you couldn't, you didn't have the money to book the, book the flights yourself. So good. you had to tell people when you, you know, what, when you were going, what flights you booked in and then they had to go and do it themselves. You know, making sure that everyone had paid their deposit to go for for a room, that had booked a flight. You know, yeah. and then again, like I, I tell you, a really funny story. Oh, let's of <laughs> uh, what, what, what the one um, of the tours that we went to in I think it was in Spain. I think it was or Barcelona, um, and uh, we we, we have to um we have to travel a few miles to get to um to get to play the game. So get game day gets everyone up. He thinks, right, quick, hang! Yeah, everyone's here. Let's run. Goes, go runs to the bus.
2: Yeah.
1: Gets all the way, gets all the way to the ground. I'm looking around. I'm like, where's Lee Collingbourne? <laughs> everyone's like, no gap, no gaff. Where is he? I don't know. Yeah. Anybody <laughs> forgot him, did I? So <laughs> <laughs> I jump in a taxi. He got all the way back to the hotel, pick him up, and get him back to the games. <laughs> so, yeah, so uh, <laughs> that'll,
0: that'll cost a bit.
1: A bit. <laughs> yeah, so it was a bit of a... Like I said, I could, I could sit here all day and talk about football tours. Obviously, there's some stuff that, you know, that on tours that stays on tours, but... Yeah, we've got to keep it PG, um, yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. We've so got to keep it, keep it under the <laughs> radar. But again, like I said, just, you know, some like I said, some absolutely funny stories, you know, and, yeah. It's like a good laugh at the end of the day, is it? It's, it's great for the
0: club. Great yeah, that's it. And, I, said,
1: and, and, and I, think, I think, you know, it got to a stage where, you know, one year... We people, actually, we decided to start extending it to go a bit earlier. because, as you know, like when you get there on the first day, everyone wants to just you know get hammered in get hammered, yeah. you know, and then they, they struggle to get up. So one year we had to, you know, yeah. uh, one of our players, I think it was that year of Barcelona actually, one of our players, you know, had a big heavy night, literally didn't get out of bed, so we didn't play the played the first day of the tournament i was only wasn't it, it was too long <laughs> over <laughs> no it was uh, it was it was corny you know and uh oh yeah and like i said it was it was crazy and like mate it just want to i know i get like again like i can keep this uh pg so it was all good um <laughs> there was one where um where uh, corny was sharing a room with uh with a couple with sam Bedminton. i can't remember who else and um next door was uh was will moody grant so that's um he, Jack Moody Grant used to be the president of the club and he's you know he's still associated with Wessex but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. his son was sharing a room with Lynn Darren and um they got so drunk one night that um they managed to, to Carly managed to talk Collingborne to climb through the <laughs> vents in the walls but the thing is the vents in the walls there was a gap there was like a, a good sort of half a metre meter gap between the rooms so he had to jump through the rooms he then got in and he, he, he used their bidet, Um and then they both like, they both woke up the next day and uh, when they were trying to wash the, what was left in the loo in the B day, flooded the room. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, they flooded the room. So then we had to, um, when we checked out, the, 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 we had to pay, I think we had to pay 25 euros to, uh, to get the room cleaned extra. Is, no, so, uh, no, it wasn't too bad, but we all chipped in like a euro to each. And yeah, like I said, it was just, again, it was quite funny. Like I said, I can tell you some crazy stories oh, but as nice. we're a PG we better uh, keep it under wraps we'll keep but... it
0: for another one we'll keep it for another
1: one yeah um, that's it and, and even like even after you know after I stepped down as manager you know um, I remember um, uh, Jimmer arranged a tour um, with with a few of the other Wessex legs and got me to come along and I went along to that one and again that was just more of before? a drinking one but you yeah, yeah it was yeah and again like yeah just
0: I've seen some uh, pictures I've seen some pictures
1: mate (laughs) yeah and again like I remember I think I think one one year we went I think we stayed in Germany and it and it felt like a prison camp um you know all the rooms were bump beds and yeah it was just yeah it was a bit it was a bit crazy and like it was just like it was a bit of a crazy one but yeah we like said you know when we went to Prague you know, we stayed in this really posh hotel, and I'm thinking, "Oh my god, like, what a guy's gonna do here?" <laughs> you know, what I mean? how, mu- how much <laughs> is, is the damage way? gonna cost? <laughs> yeah, that's it. But it ended up not being. It ended up being all right. So, and that's the that's the worry. And the thing is, because I'm the lead name on wall, oh, it all, it comes back to me. So yeah. you have all those. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's it. You have all those worries to contend with. So, but yeah, like I said, tour is phenomenal. Mate. I love tour. You know, and I've, again, like I'm gutted because we were planning to go on one you know, uh, last year, wasn't we? But obviously with COVID, yeah, we to sort of yeah. cancel it. So I'm looking forward to when, when we're, when we're like back playing football and we arrange a tour of it. To order, you yeah, I mean, we'll be asking all one. the
0: old Wessex lot to be joining us as well. <laughs> be that yeah. But, um, so so with, um, o- over the years, what do you think like the big changes have been? So I, I know obviously there's been different grounds. Like what other grounds have we played at, you know, in the last 20 years or been our home ground.
1: Um, so when I when I well, so I think when I first started we used to play up um, Hartcliffe School I believe I think that's I remember where I first played when we were yeah. BYE. and then when we started with Wessex uh, when we first set up I can't really remember where we where we where we were but uh, I think it might have been at a Rob's club you know they had like a a field up off of um, hersley lane i think it was called i think, um, I think I and it. i think we used yes. yeah just uh, on the way to pensford on the left hand side is just as you go past um sort of um wow like witch out for Witchurch church and the black lion i think it's just i think that's where we were playing and then um it didn't go particularly well and and um yeah and things like that so we went we then moved to the civil service ground in philton yeah, yeah. um and again nice the best thing about that was they had a clubhouse on yeah.
2: Um,
1: so it meant that after games everyone could go in and have a beer before they all shot off so I think and again that, I think when we did that it brought it brought everyone closer together and I think that's, you when, know, we, after, that's when we started after
0: a win even after a loss to be fair yeah it, you, know?
1: you just sit in there and chat about your game and you know and like I said you, you know not every player would come in but I think you know everyone started gelling a bit everyone got to know you, and even the reserves you know They'd come back in if they went if they were over at that side of town. They'd come in as well and have a drink with us after. And so I think that's when we really started building up a a real rapport. And um, yeah, and and then and then obviously we moved to um, South Bristol Central. I can't remember the exact dates we moved there, but yeah, and we've been there for you know a good few good few years um, with them now. Really, I think we've got been there at least sort of eight nine years. Maybe might even be ten. To be honest, you can't can't say for sure. But yeah, and like I said, I think. You know, and over the last few years, you guys have started to move on to the 4G pitch, and and it definitely benefits the way you guys play football because it's that yeah, quick move yeah. pass type stuff. Whereas I think yeah, now when you go to play, play on good. grass pitches, yeah. yeah, but I think when you go to grass pitches, I think that's when you struggle a bit more because of that that passing. Yeah, we
0: did things a bit different this year, didn't we? I think we we played our first four or five. I think the pitch was getting done off the 4G, wasn't it?
1: Yes, yeah. I see it. We played yeah. The first
0: four you know, four or five away, and it it kind of benefited us. because It was all grass pitches, you
1: know. Yeah. In time. Yeah, that's it. And it get, gets you used to it, isn't it? Whereas if you know you're not playing on it that often, yeah. But yeah, again, we went back to the four G. We weren't as
0: good.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. And it just that's the thing. It just changes you, know. And you have to keep doing that all the time. But yeah, yeah, I just you know, and like yeah, it's just it's just really good that the fact that you played on different pitches and you know, and I think yeah, and and again like. Again, I'm not sure how many people would know, but um, there was a time when we were close to um, buying our own ground. Um, you know, um, we had to raise we had to raise five five six thousand pounds to to purchase the ground, um, and we we were just starting getting the ball rolling, and we were like we were you know we're like yeah let's do this you know me me Lin and Jack Moody Grant at the time were, 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 were you know we're up for signing a a, a lease with with the, with the with the team and you know and taking over the ground full time and you know we were we were even contemplating of getting a bank loan to, to to sort of improve the facilities as well but um
2: yeah.
1: you know we were we were we, the guy we were speaking to at the time we were promised it yeah definitely you definitely get it and so we were getting things in place and then in the last minute and um, they decided to pull out and and give the ground to somebody else you know so it was a bit disappointing and you know if I if there was one wish that I had right now, it would be, and if I had the money to do it, it would be to purchase a piece of land and build, you know, a nice oh, facilities okay for the pitch. club to play on. Yeah. yeah, You know, build a pitch. So, you know, if they have a pitch towards, you know, at least three or four teams could play there. So if we did decide to, to build, you know what I mean, we would be in a position to, to be able to all play at home the same week. And then, yeah. Um, but yeah, that would be, you know, my ideal you know if i had the money myself i would i would you know do it tomorrow but i don't but you know so <laughs> the, yeah it's a shame because yeah. i think that's what i think that's i think that's part of the part of the things that, that hold that holding the club back at the moment it's just that whole having your own well, brand I mean, facilities because like, you look at
0: we're a couple of years away you know hopefully from you know well we're one division away from county you know above, yeah exactly that county, and and if we haven't got them, you know, we won't be able to, you know, we won't be allowed to move up. So we've got we've
1: got to definitely look at these things. Yeah, yeah. you know, and I speak to, you know, as as you know, I've, I've been around the game long enough that I've got, you know, I speak to people at different clubs, you know, and I know, that, um, uh, what a, a guy who I work with, he plays for a club called uh, Rockley's Rangers, and they, I think they've just moved to uh, out by um by Uwe somewhere, right? Oh, right? I, I yeah,
0: do do yeah, Hillside Gardens, yeah.
1: But, uh, that's it yeah that's the place yeah and they just moved there and you know the clubhouse is being built you know and you know like and you think oh my god like how lovely would that be you know and again like one of Wessex you know arch rivals um Parson Street you know like the setup they got down there you know well, they, got like, the, even though,
0: they, got, they got the area to do it you know and it's, it's
1: good yeah that's it you know even though like we you know we don't we don't see eye to eye with them and you know and Stuff like that is always a fiercely contested RB uh, <laughs> as we call yeah, it. Yeah, um, yeah. We, you know, that's the, that's the, you know, I think that's the aim, and I think that's where we want to be, you know. And I think, I think, over the last twelve to eighteen months, I think the way we've strategically um, fought and placed people in positions, um, not just the managers, but on the committee, you know, I think we'll put us in a good position if we did decide to. To, to move into to that new ground or the new facilities, then we would definitely be capable of doing it, you know. Like yeah. I said, you know, th- there's a lot changed on the board recently, you know, you know, even the appointment, you know, Mike Callan, you know, general manager, they, they, the things he's been doing, you know, and and again, like the stuff that you and Matt do, not just as managers, but, you know, outside of it, it's definitely moving in the right yeah. direction. Yeah, that's it, you know, and, and like, you know, like we keep saying, like, you know, We'll, you know we're trying to take a lot of stuff off not get lynn to try and do as much because we don't want to be heavily we don't want we don't want to be seen as having single them. points of failure in yeah. the club you know because you know you know as as you know like if if um people are not available then at least someone else can you know step in and help out you know so i think that will set us in good stead for if if and when we get it to that next level
0: well, yeah, so I think that's, that's what we need to
1: be pushing and aiming for. Yeah,
0: well, that, that literally leads on to my next question about, you know, have you, have you got, like, an ambition for the next three years, you know, where, where you'd like the club to be or, or what you'd like the club to have?
1: Yeah, I think I, I'd really like to see the club um, get into the county league level, you know, and really sort of push on and, like I said, uh, maybe I'm being a bit, bit of a optimist, but, you know, in the next sort of five to six years be really good to have their own Settled, ground and you know have it where yeah, the aim, we it? are, yeah, you know, and sort of like I said, play with that, you know, and and again, like as you know, like you know, seeing all these young players come in, um, you know, and and then like take Ryan for example, you know, again, he I think you you were lucky enough to have him for about a season and a half before he before he's now playing for a development team, you know, and yeah. and you know, I don't like I said, I, I never begrudge players leaving to. To sort of go to a better level, um, but yeah, I just think it'd be good if we're in that if we're the, we're a team that they're coming to, yeah, rather than the yeah. team that are leaving. Do you know what I mean? Like that'd be the the end goal, you know. And just just to see Wessex playing it, a really good standard of football, really. I think mean, knowing that, and again, like as people know, like I'm I'm I support my local football team. You know, I'm a Bristol City fan through and through, and you know to see them get to where they, where they are you know in the championship and be competitive in in that league you know that's the kind of you know we want to see see Wessex, you know be competitive in the in the county league you know yeah of course so i think you know and i think and I'd, like i said i think we've got the right foundations to 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 start doing that and you know i think that's just there's a few other things and like i say if we could if we had the money and you know the resources behind us we could we could really really do that and i just like i said i think it'd be a it be a game changer but and i just think yeah like it's, like i said about the committee like you know people thinking outside the box you know like truchy you know thinking well, of all it these social media ideas, tricks isn't it? yeah that's it and like, like i said what they what they've brought in, in, into the committee has, has been phenomenal you know um and like i said there's you know especially with everything that's going on and you know and everyone's well-being and stuff like that like the stuff they're you know thinking outside the box is is phenomenal and, I, and i'm sure you'll see a lot of a lot of the stuff coming out on social media in the next few weeks again like starting this podcast you know what a great idea you know and like the, i said this the, podcast the old guard
0: and the new guard something to listen to isn't it you know and yeah that's it, it. yeah
1: that's yeah. it like even just you know being coming on here and talking to you and like you know and i spent <laughs> like again like i again i remember when you when you first joined the club is you know that was, was baby, different. yeah that's it yeah you know and to see to see you grow into the into to, to, to the role you're in now you know it, it's really good to see and like i said you, you strive and you want to push the club further you know and and do you know what that's really good because what happens that drags me and lynn along with you yeah you know and and again like you know we're we're, we're wise old heads yeah. you know and so we're, you know and, and there's, there's some stuff that you guys come up with and we're like well we tried that before if you just change this and this it might work better you know and, and you and you guys always listen to that so yeah. you know and, and that's why I quite quite like is that we got that kind of mix of you know of experience and um youth and and that's the same as it goes on the pitch as well you know and it carries through and yeah so i think yeah like i said i'd love to see us play county level and yeah. be yeah. Be, be one of those teams competing you know and, and who knows you know um, yeah I, I love it mate I, yeah. I love coming to watch Wessex and, and again like I said you know previously is that you know I sh- there was a few years where I, you sort of lost the love of it if you know what I mean well,
0: well, um, when they're going against
1: stuff yeah that's it you know and then like yeah and then, and then you know everything else that goes on in your personal life it sort of drags you down but um yeah, I think I definitely, I definitely would say in the last sort of four or five years, I've really been back involved, um, and I love being involved. I love seeing all the changes going on and the progression that happens. You know, it, it yeah. makes me proud. Um, you know, and even again, like, what, like wearing, you know, wearing a Wessex badge, to come to games as a supporter, I, I get just as much of a kick out of that as I did managing. Yeah. You know, and and I'm always there, as you know, like I, I'm always there for advice you know i i i think i even you know interrupted some of your halftime team talks to give my view and whether 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 you whether you, whether you think it's right or oh, wrong not, you know i'm pretty it. sure sometimes yeah i think i think sometimes you think oh what are you getting involved for Who is Who but, is you know yeah but i hope i i hope that it gives you a different view and you know like i said i've been around the game long enough to know you know and see different things in and again, and especially with you, with you playing and managing, sometimes your view is different to when instead you watch of, yeah, it on the sideline.
0: Yeah. Of so,
1: yeah. Whereas I think, and I think, I think that's where the balance is come is working well with, because obviously Trutchy and Rom, they're managers that don't necessarily play all the time,
2: yeah.
1: Um, and they see they see the game different, and, and it does. mean, like I said, you can be sat at a game with ten people. And everyone sees the game totally different to how you see it. Yeah. Um, and again, like people look for different things, like you know, I, I mean I even when when I'm out watching Bristol City, like I go to games and and it, like you know, you hear on social media after people, you know, moaning about a certain yeah. player, and I'm thinking, Well yeah, did it's they not thing. notice the amount of running that guy? <laughs> the, the, the the guys the guys done run off the ball, you know, all the work the tracking back. Yeah. People don't don't always see that. And and again, like I said, to get to, to have a team that's getting the right balance where you have those players that dig in, dig deep, you know, because at the end of the day, like, you, you have players that are, you know, that can do all the trickery and fancy, but you don't always see them for 90 minutes, yeah. you know, um, and you'll see special moments from them, you know, five, 10 minutes in. And I think, like I said, again, like Ryan, like, he was one of those exceptional players that whatever he did, he was good at. You know what I mean? If it was going players, he was good at. was tracking back he was good at um and again I just think I remember when he I'd had conversations with him when he was on the bench and um when you guys were playing and I was like he was sort of like oh this is frustrating I was like mate you'll get your chance I said you just gotta stick out I said you're good enough to be on that pitch you know um and and, yeah, just having conversations for tactical, with him. tactical purposes. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> I should um, I, I should I should get some sponsorship, shouldn't I, and get, yeah. in, there, get in there while he's still yeah. young, <laughs> it, mate? And put some shares into him. That's what <laughs> I do now, and put shares into play yeah, um, I <laughs> say that's, that's it. what it's called. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that that leads with Ryan. It leads me on to to your best. You know the best Gaffer eleven. What what is it? Have you got it in front of you?
1: Yeah. So again, such a tough, a tough, tough decision to make. Um,
0: what's the what's the formation? Like I said,
1: like, oh, without a doubt, it's a 3-5-2, two and it all day long. <laughs> everyone, everyone, everyone who knows me, you know, yeah. um, knows that that's my favourite formation. Like, I think the reason is, I enjoy playing a three-five-two, is the fact that the the team is so adaptable, um, to you know, if things are not going right, to be you can you can easily move to a to a solid four four two. Yeah. You know, you know, and it just to, just to shore up. And if you need to, if you need to get back into the game, you can even change it to a four three three. Um, and I just think you know, making players adaptable to, to different formations and different situations, and different scenarios, yeah. it puts you in good stead. And you know, get like I said, I don't think in today's game people were people were picked to play set positions you know no
0: of course not. you got you've they got
1: they cu- they can play yeah they can play a multitude of you know positions whether it's you playing up front just behind the front to you know wide left in a 4-4-3, you know what i mean so i think the game's the game's completely changed to, yeah. to when i first come in when it was a, everyone played 442 and that was it you know and everyone had set positions you know you put your you put your best player in their position so you know, you play right-back, you know, if you were the best right-back at the club, you play right-back, you know, and, and then if you were centre-back, you play centre-back, you know, and then you'd have you'd have backups. I remember the days when you would you would have three on the bench, you'd have a backup defender that could play centre-back or left or right-back, um, and you'd play, uh, uh, you had a backup midfielder, and then you'd have a backup striker, so if the game wouldn't go in, you could change it that way, yeah. but, you know, and... Yeah, so I think yeah, three five two is definitely the uh, yeah, form,
2: formation, on, and for I'm
1: pretty sure. your keeper. So, I think for me, it's uh, it's Carl Bush. I think he was the he was the best keeper we have I've ever seen in my time at Wessex. And again, like I said, that there's a few youngsters are coming through now um, that you know are looking looking really good, and I think in a couple of years' time you know, they could be, they could be that, they had outstanding, but I just think, like, Coral, shot stops, I think he was good at everything, you know, he dominated his box, for 90 minutes, shot stopping was phenomenal, and again, his penalty, he saved record, I don't think we conceded many penalties, um, when, when we had him. like, not, like, they would score many penalties, when he, you know, when they were up against him, the amount of penalties he saved, you know, it was, it was outstanding, and the fact that, you know, it, as we were playing a 3-5-2 sometimes we we'd, we'd be a bit open at times, um, and you knew that nine times out of ten, if they got through, he'd be he'd be able to to bail you out. And so I think yeah, I think Carl Bush for me would be the uh, would be the standout keeper yeah. for me really. Who's the back three I'm, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure there's no, there's no surprises that everyone thought I would pick Carl. Yeah. <laughs> um, so again, like, and again, I think I'd surprise a few people, but. Um, with with my three at the back, maybe some people thought I was nailed on, um, but I'd start with um, with Lee Flay as the as the central sweeper. Um, and again, is again one of those players that when he first came to the club, he was a right winger.
0: Um, his pace, yeah, his pace is
1: unbelievable. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous, like how fast that guy was. And then and then and then I think I can't remember what happened. We just we just asked him to play centre half because. The, his pace was phenomenal. You just yeah. like people would have five yards on him, and he'd catch him, and you'd be just like, "Oh my god!" Like, and then yeah. So I think yeah, I'd have to be Lee Flay for me, just for fat sweeping up and yeah, and and clearing things up. And again, like I said, there's again there's so many people I can pick. You can go again, like you know the job Matt does, like yeah. as a center half, phenomenal as well. Like you know, and the guy who always wins headers. But like I said, I could sit here all day, and I could pick multiple <laughs> best 11s but. Yeah, I think just Lee Flay for the pure pace and, yeah. you know, being able to, to sweep and pick up was was, was good, like, for me. Um, so, yeah, then, and then what I'd do is um, I'd have a left, uh, so Flay would be the centre, then I'd have on the left would be uh, Ben Pocock, Bonge. Yeah, Bonge, yes. And yeah. Get, yeah. yeah. And as, you, as you know, another, another guy, when he first joined Wessex, was the winger.
0: Mate, mate So I think Wessex loves coming come,
1: back is winger. We <laughs> I don't know. I love, we love converting these guys into uh, from, yeah. from the wing into centre apps. I think I think they understand it, and I just think the way that the Bonds reads the game is you know. And again, like he's another guy that wears his heart on his sleeve. Um, and I know that again, like we have worked hard to get a guy back into Wessex. He, he's he's
0: got, um, got Wessex blood. He's got Wessex blood.
1: Yeah, of course he has. But it's just, he's just <laughs> you know, he's just testing the water elsewhere. But yeah. um, and again, like I think. I'm hoping that maybe in the next year or two he might come back to, if to, to where, he polite, it, where he belongs. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, definitely. 100% me, yeah. So But yeah, like I said, and again, like when Bond first come, like he was a young lad, like, you know, yeah. I, think, I think he was 17, 18. when he might have even been younger that when he first joined Wessex, you know. And I, I, again, like I, I keep saying about tour, like I remember one year we went on tour and um, he's like drunk guys are 34 years old. You know what I mean? He's like drunk. Yeah. <laughs> <like, laughs> he's out he's out the longest you know and again the next day he's had like i remember one night we were in, we went to prague and um we i had to bring him home because he was so drunk the guy couldn't even walk and he was you know puking up in plant pots and in the reception and like i had to sort of <laughs> drag him away before we got caught um, yeah you know, so, and like, and then the next day he'd be back on it like and as if nothing happened so yeah like yeah I just i love bond and even when we went to portugal like that we we were um we England um I can't remember what they were playing but they won the game like five or six nil in yeah, the um, yeah, yeah. in the group stages and um we were we started again I think it was an early kickoff. we were all out at like twelve o'clock um and me and Bond like the, all the rest of the lads decided to go in and get changed me and Bond was like nah let's stay out so we went to another part. then we walked from the old town to the new town which took us about forty five minutes <laughs> you know stopped off it stopped off in all you or you could eat Chinese, yeah. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> stuff then 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 you know all the guys met us back up about 10 o'clock and then we're out we're out out till two so sort of, we've been out from 12 and everything we, like, we ended up getting home with like two three o'clock in the morning yeah. you know where we've been out Probably. on it all, all day like you know and, <laughs> yeah and I, I i think like with bombs like over the last few years of you know he's you know I'd, he's a good friend as well you know and i still still keep in touch I, I get recently I haven't but you know where everything's going on but yeah I just you know you should see Bond at the gym you know and go at the gym and do a training session with Bond. you know and so yeah like, I think uh, yeah, Bonds for me is the left centre back but yeah but like I said there's you know there's so many other people you can choose like you know Simon Mahoney was another decent centre back and wing back as well but um, yeah so that's that's two I feel like and then yeah and then on the right again like not a lot of people will know who he is but there's a guy called uh, Russ Francis are, um, oh, again, one of the most confident and complete defenders I've seen at the level we've played at. And, again, I feel that he could have went on to bigger and better things. Um, yeah, but, like I said, just the, just the knowledge and the read of the game and just the understanding of, you know, anticipating where the ball was going to be next, oh, I was just out of this world. And, yeah. yeah, he was one of those great defenders that um, – but yeah, so I had to put him in. So yeah, that's my back three. Yeah,
2: decent.
1: Um, really good. And I think this is this is where I really struggle now. Like that's my near onset for, but my, my midfield five and my strikers are, are really really difficult to choose choose yeah. from. Um, so I'm going to start with um, sort of just in front of the the back four. There's um, a guy called Kev Curtis, he used to call Bear. And again, yeah. When again, when he first comes to to Wessex, he, he we started him at centre half, and again I refer, refer back to that game at Evesham. We played him at centre half, and we were playing a standard four four two. Just just lacked pace and just a movement, and just, we just got cut open quite too easily. So then we changed it at half time, stuck him just in front of the back three. And give him that freedom to play that role where he could to pick, where they give the yeah, defenders exactly. in the midfielders to give him the ball and he could just ping like 40 50 yard balls to people's feet, yeah. you know. And him and Lewis Perryman would, you know, d- developed a really great understanding. And they just knew he, like Perryman, would make a run, he just knew that Bear would be there, he'd get a ball, yeah. receive the ball from Bear. So, yeah, I think Bear would just edge it for me. Um, and then, yeah, the other two. Midfielder's inside inside there. Again, like I said, it's quite a difficult one, this one. I've got... The, the decision was between Stu Smart and uh, Connor Collins. Oh,
0: tough um, one. Tough one.
1: Yeah. Um, Who have you gone for? I just... I went for Connor. Oh, did you? Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big one, mate. I, I know
0: you're a big fan of Connor.
1: Yeah, yeah. I just think... I just think... Again, like they, the, Stu and Connor, the work rate from a both. Yeah,
0: similar jobs, not It's it? phenomenal.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but I just think the Connor's ability to read the game a little bit better than Stewie and Connor's range of passing. Yeah, he's quick as well, Mike. Um, Yeah, and, and with the ball at his feet. Yeah.
2: Um,
1: and also under pressure, I think that that's why I put Connor just in front. Um so yeah, but like tough I said, one, that yeah. was that was a tough one for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I think I think a lot of people on here would, would be like, Well what? how has he picked Connor? <laughs> because I never managed Connor, it doesn't mean that you know I think he's not a good player, he's a really good player, and like yeah. and I think like I said earlier on, I think he was one of your biggest losses um you know last yeah, year and this TV year. And it, like, yeah. yeah, and I think you know him in the team, you know. Like I said, he's got a wise head as well um, for his age, and I just think, yeah, he, he for me, like, I think he just just pips Stewie, which is like I said, I think he, there'd be a few people disappointed I mean, with you, that.
0: you get no call from like, Stew tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, that's it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I just think, yeah, Connor for me was the was again, yeah, just just there for me. Yeah. Um, and again, I the other again, like the other centre midfielder that plays alongside him again, I'm pretty sure that. A few people would be like, oh, wait, wait, wait. but then again, there was a few people that you could pick out, you know, like I said, there's a guy called Jamie Dunn, we used to call Scouse. Mm. Again, he was one of those kind of get stuck in mentality and, you know, do the dirty side of the game that you didn't always see. Yeah. Um, and um, and so, yeah, again, him. And then there's I don't know if you ever heard of a guy guy called Mike Snook. Do
0: yeah, you have a nickname or not? Um,
1: yeah, we used to just call him Snooky. <laughs> so, um, and again, I think one like he was, uh, he's such a wise head. And I think he come to Wessex when he was at the end of his career, yeah. um, which was a real shame because I think if we had sort of seen him a sort of few years before, I think he could have really, really pushed on and made us stronger. But just like how consistent he was, he was again someone that knew the game, and I think it's just where he'd been around playing for so long that, that he knew, understanding knew the game. And again, like I said, there was a really tough call between him, excuse, Um, But I'm, I'm pretty sure people will hate me for it. But I've gone with um, Steve Webster, whoever. <laughs> um, yeah, I know, of course. Yeah. Mr. Mr. Dependable, I would, uh, I would like to yeah, call you, him. You need trust yeah, right? him,
0: So he's, uh, he's made your one as
1: well. Yeah. I just think, you know, the the guys, again, like Wessex through and through. Yeah. Um, you know get does the dirty does the dirty stuff you know you know like i can remember the amount of times he he'd roll the other teams up um and then cause a fight and, and like not get one punch laid on you know i remember <laughs> I remember we his, playing, nose, his
2: nose uh, is perfect
1: <laughs> you yeah, like, how how are you, like you started it, why have you managed to, I remember one game i think i can't remember if it was web or sky who, uh, who started it but we were playing a team called Fistle nomads <laughs> And it all kicked off and it was like a, you know, 20-man brawl.
2: Yeah.
1: And so I'm sort of going over, I'm going over to calm it all down and then this guy just punks me on the side of the, side of the face. <laughs> so I got mental then. So it's getting kicked off again. They're all dragging me away. And yeah. I only come in to sort of split that uh, But yeah, so, but yeah, I just think, yeah, like weather for me, like just, yeah, like just, and again, like I said, I think I mentioned before, that like, some, you see some of these players, yeah, all right, they're, you know, they're not the most gifted but the work rate makes up for that a hundred times more. Because, I, don't, I don't think you know, I'd like, like to say that. <laughs> yeah, that's <all> right. <laughs> yeah, no, like said, he, he he's the best you know, but he works hard. <laughs> no, but he's, you know, he was good at, he was good at, you know, battling, getting stuck in, you know, he, yeah, of he was good at seeing, but like, I just think, you know, like for, if you compare it to somebody like, you know, that's got, you know, that can show this bit of skill, like for, for five minutes of a game, you know, he wasn't. You know, He wouldn't. You wouldn't see him do any of his fancy stuff. It was yeah. always like win the ball, get it, pass it. Right, like, and that's why. You know, that's exactly what. From in my eyes, that's what you want from from a midfielder. It's yeah. Somebody that's just going to win the those, ball, those, break those, up play.
2: Yeah,
1: so, yeah, and I think that's where you know where they sort of just edged it for me. And again, like I said, like. In that treble winning season, like when you had the likes of Stu, Webbo and Barry, there like again, like Stu would do all the running, along with Webbo and Barry, just be pinging these balls around Like you don't, you, you, it was perfect. But yeah. Um, yeah, so that's me, that's me, well, three midfielders, and then I think backs. Yeah, so and like like I've said before, like I didn't think we really like wing backs was a thing that, back then, um, like it is now. I think it was just yeah. they were wingers, yeah. um, but they'd have to do a lot more running. um and again again there was sort of there was two people that sort of really stood out for me um so there was a guy called uh ricky bush so which was uh carl's brother um and again absolute quality player could you know just like just like ryan like walk past people and make it look easy you know again play multiple different positions um you know and he he didn't he didn't he didn't he wasn't at a club as long as I would have liked to have him to have been. Yeah. Um, but he was one of those players. But I, I finally decided on go, going for a guy called uh, Robbie Williams. Um not, not a singer by He's any singer, chance, right? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um and again, like just again, somebody that just had pure pace and was just up and down and just made the game look easy, like, you know. I, just would go past players like the, you know, like there's no tomorrow. Like there'd be games when like someone would ping a 40 yard ball and the, the, you think, oh, that's gone out of play. And then all of a sudden, Robbie's just bottom down the wing and he's got a ball and we're in the box yeah. and we scored a goal. And you're like, where the hell does that come from? Like, so yeah, just for like natural pace and like, you know, and again, I think, you know, Robbie scored a fair few goals for us back in the early days, you know, when we were when we were, when we we were were the early doors of Wessex. So yeah, I think I'd have to go for uh, Robbie for that one. Yeah, is, is, that, um, is that left
2: wing back or, or right
1: wing back Um, <laughs> I'd most probably play him play him, play him right but yeah, cool. again like, like I said they'll be interchangeable because that's what you need from your wingers yeah, to yeah. impact to just in case he's not going but um, I'm pretty sure you're going to guess who my uh, <laughs> other winger is
0: it's not Ryan is it <laughs>
1: Of course it's Ryan. <laughs> yeah. yeah, mate. So let's let's say let's say let hope he listens to this podcast and uh, Yeah,
0: I'll tag you straight in it. Know, free,
1: it? Get, so mate, if this ain't enough to get you back, nothing is <laughs> Yeah, that's it, mate. Yeah, definitely. And uh me sure we get again to give those five stars isn't it on the yeah, podcast. But yeah, it's got it's gotta be gotta be Ryan. And like I said again, there's a lot of people that you know can contest that position, you know. You know, like Steph Pocock with his brother again, another decent um, left-sided oh, player yeah, that we had again. Yeah, like yeah. one of those who could just ping a ball and make things happen out of nowhere. You know, and again, like I said, there's, you know, there's a few few other people that I, you know, I mentioned, like you know, Shawnee Bartlett again, one of the most consistent right backs we ever had at, at Wessex, You know, and and that's why I think it's quite difficult to pick a best eleven because there's, yeah, like I said, there's people that people that different bodies, you know, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. It bring different qualities, but yeah. So, so I think it's been a bit hard to, to pick this, but um, yeah. So I think that completes me midfield five. That does, yeah.
0: Um, Use your front two.
1: Yeah. Wow. So this is this is the, one of the hardest things I've had to do. Um, <laughs> again, like I said, I think a big mention to a guy called Paul Myers. Um, I think not very only a, a few of the older school boys would know about him, but um he was a very gifted footballer like again like could just make things happen out of nothing ball into his feet like just make people look stupid it was absolutely phenomenal like you know yeah it was just unbelievable like just pure skill um but i've i've had to go with um a guy called andy payne um absolute goal cool machine again a lot of pace not as much skill, not as skillful as Myers, but again, he he was decent, skillful, skillful enough for a guy for striker. But his pace and just his awareness and movement was outstanding. And I think, like, I think I don't know exactly how many goals he scored for Wessex, but he he a hat for. I think it's quite a few in you know in in his time at Wessex. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so I just think he was he was the one for me really. just, yeah, like, absolutely quality. Like I said, we, we definitely, we, that's one, one area I think that when I was managing that we had a lot of talent in was the, was the forward positions and that's what we were really, it was really good, a good at.
0: Always never a bad thing.
1: Yeah, you know, and I, I, I remember a time when there was a, there was a guy called Lee Phillips, um, always used to play, real good friends with Sean Barlett, always used to play for Parkliff, um, and then went to Parsons Street and you know I was always trying to get Sean to come, get him to come along to Wessex and we finally managed to get him to sign and he, I think he played a couple of games and then decided to go back and play for, for a different team because all his mates had formed a brand new team so it was a shame really but he didn't, we didn't get to see to see him because I think he could have really developed into a, a top Wessex player in my opinion but and someone I always admired of someone from another club you know, and even when I was running the, the Luckwell pub, like you used to come in, I used to go, Oh, when are you sign on, when are you sign in on <laughs> you know heard back in the room and yeah. stuff like that, you know. So but yeah, so but I think I went for Andy just yeah, just the mad he banged in. Yeah. But again, the other the other striking partnership again, or again, it's so difficult to, to pick just because yeah, there was like there was a guy called um, Danny Harris. Um we, he was he was such a he came into wessex as a, as a young kid um i, I remember going and watching him you know on a sunday afternoon as a sort of 13 14 15 year old kid yeah. um because he used to he, his granddad used to live around the corner from where i lived um and i used to go and my brother chrissy um knew knew him because he used to hang around with a kid round ran around the same street and so we used to go and watch watch him and like Watch him develop, and then I can think. I think one season when he was like 15, like he, I think he scored 72 goals in one season um, at, at a youth level, and like you're <laughs> just like, oh my god! Like, and then he got come to Wessex, and again he was, you know, he was scoring goals. He just, and then he sort of, he sort of got introduced. I think alcohol really, and sort of that party life, and I think then he sort of just turned to like not being fit, and then got in, getting injured quite a bit. Um, and then he sort of dropped out of the team but I just think he was really good technically and again it was difficult to rule him out but uh, and this is where I it's still really difficult to choose my last striker (laughs) (laughs) yeah again like I said like you've got Jamie Carnavali absolute Wessex legend you know you know scored you know over 100 goals for the club um you know like just like the man, you know even uh, even to like for some fun some good stories about carney like he we went to northern ireland um she was a massive northern ireland fan yeah. um and he sort of he sort of um got to talking to a few of their fans and they created their own fans team yeah. um and he played for Northern Ireland fans team and now uh, I remember going to a game once right where um Carney come off the bench scored four goals um, and they all got disallowed um, <laughs> <laughs> um, which is like I've never seen it before like you know and again like some of them were terrible decisions like you know being offside I think I think one was offside, but the other three were definitely not. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So like, I think that was on his debut, if I remember rightly. But um, I'm sure he'll correct me if I, if I ever bump into him. But um, yeah. And I just think, yeah, like you know, for him to play at that at that level. And I think I think then the second time we we went over, I think he scored a two two in a game there. And then I think we went over a third time, and um, he played, and I think they he went back. A fourth time with Scotty Cleveland and my brother, um, and I think he got one or two that that day. But then, yeah, it was a bit of a again. That was a crazy, crazy weekend, you know, with the Northern yeah. Ireland fans. We even went and watched the Northern Ireland game, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. which was really good. Um, but I and mean, obviously, there's you know, can't go and like I said, I think we mentioned him before, but Lewis Perryman, yeah, um, like absolute most again, like one of those. Gifted players. I think when I saw him play for the third team, um, and I'm you just like, oh my god, like how is how is no one ever yeah. got tapped him up or played him before, like you know, and and he quickly went went from the third team to the reserves, and then we really struggled to get him into the first team. And um, when he when he first joined, because he wanted to stay and play with his mates, because his mates brought him along.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, and then and then we finally got him in, and that's you know again he was. He was phenomenal oh, and I just oh, think God, God. yeah like I, I, you know I think I've mentioned and I've said before that if we could if we could you know amalgamate Perry Mund and Carney into into one player like that would be the the, the perfect perfect striker like this is the matter of effort and you know and ability, the, yeah. you know the matter yeah like join together like the map of balls that Carney used to win in the air. Um it, 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 you know I had to be that but I, I I've, I finally you know I think I've got to go with Jamie Carnevale. Um just the fact that he's you know Wessex all time top goal scorer record goal scorer you know and again just everything that he used to do in the back end again like not just you know the stuff he used to he used to run like the, the Wessex website you know and used to put up reports and yeah, yeah, like, yeah. again look like, thinking outside the box and try and get to do new things to keep people entertained. You know, we used to call we used to call it the Wessex Daily Press. <laughs> you know, and uh used to put used to put stories up there about, you know, transfer rumors and, you know, scandals and yeah. <laughs> and stuff like that. And I think, yeah, like just a good laugh. Yeah, it used to be just a good laugh. And I think and I think that's what so I think, yeah, like I think I'm gonna go with Carney on that one. I know most probably people, people think, oh you know big but I just think I think with, with Perryman like yes he was good again for a couple of seasons and he had all that technical ability and he could again like I said he's one of those players that you wouldn't see for 80 minutes and then he turned out for 10 minutes and bang out was, was was phenomenal but yeah, yeah I just think Carney sorted. That. <laughs> yeah that's it you know and again like you'd struggle you know when I'd go and pick him up I used to sit outside his house for 20 minutes you know trying oh, to get it. him to get out of bed to come and play and stuff like that whereas Carney you know was always there and like always make you know wear his heart on his sleeve kind of thing you know and yeah just consistently perform week in week yeah. out but again like I said just yeah hey,
0: me, do, you, do you want to give us a the, give us a quick run through like just just all the players in order just so we've got them all together
1: yeah so uh, Cole Bush keeper three centre uh, ben Pocock-Bonge um, Lee Flay Russ Francis uh, Rob Williams Connor Collins uh, Kev Curtis-Bear Steve Webster-Webbo um, Ryan and John Joe um, Andy Payne and Jamie Cornavali Nice one do you,
0: Does that beat, that beat Trotcheese?
1: <laughs> what do you mean? Team? That,
0: that she's yeah Best 11
1: Oh yeah All day long mate All day long <laughs> I'm sure he won't I'm sure he won't agree, but <laughs> yeah, <he will>. <laughs> on, mate.
0: <laughs> cool. um mate, mate, just yeah. to finish off, it's been great, but just to finish, um, just a little something on Lynn, like I think you've mentioned it already, but you know, what does she mean to you and what does she mean to Wessex as a whole?
1: And again, just epitomizes that whole Wessex like as we said earlier on, like Wessex blood through and through, where's a heart on the sleeve, you know, nothing's nothing's too too much for her. and again like she, she again she does way too much than she should do um you know but you can't the of times you tell her no you shouldn't be doing that she's, she, <laughs> yeah. she'll she'll still do it and then not tell you about it yeah um yeah i just think she's she's exactly you know the right person to to be involved in this club and i just think i just don't think we'd be here without without her, and, without her isn't it? Um, yeah exactly that and I just don't think it, it it would be the same I just think yeah like she, too much, she loves you know loves the boys the players you know even the, everyone involved in in the club I just think yeah like, and again like you know travelling to meetings you know and like she dropping she's crazy like she just drops checks to to different people because she's worried about them getting lost in the post and then that's us picking up fines and, you know, and I, re- you know, I remember, you know, sat on the phone to, like, late conversations, you know, worrying about us getting a potential, potential ban because of, you know, crazy things that have been happening, you know, on the pitch, off yeah. the pitch kind of thing with, you know, players getting involved in abusing, you know, people when they shouldn't, do you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. yeah, I just think, again, like, she's, she just absolute angel, really, to, to yeah. Wessex and yeah I absolutely love her to bit, you know and yeah just you know wish that she would you know not try and get to <laughs> take everything to heart at times so I think that's one thing that that, that does no, that, that would never change
0: it will it
1: you know no of course it wouldn't yeah and it's difficult to try and change people like that and you know and, and I think another you know getting her to say no I think uh, again, that that's something that she's definitely got better up with over the years. You know, I remember, I'm pretty sure Webber would say the same thing. I remember, you know, the trophy bill, you know, at, at most seasons used to be ruck over, over a thousand pound because she'd want to get medals for everybody that's played a game for us, you know, and we sort of said, no, Lynn, you can't do that. We'll, let's agree on if you played more than seven games, we'll get you a trophy. And then, you know, and then, it sort of we then sort of realizing actually you know, like we're wasting money you know and then we sort of, you know that was a that was a battle in his own I remember like you know two meetings of were like three or four hours long like battling with Lynn to yeah. to try and say look and then we can't give players trophies every year you know we have to sort of shorten it down and I think I think now we're in a real good position on the mat, the amount of trophies and medals we give out yeah you
2: know
1: and um and I get if we have a you know we if we have an exceptional season where you know we win a double or a treble again like. You know, we could look at it, but I just think we need to be careful with the with the money because we can't go spending it. Because we, I think we did when you know a year where we we'd spend way too much on pitch fees, training. Um, but we've got a we've got to get better at that kind of stuff if we want to be more you know successful. We've got to try and you know you know again, like I said, we've been in positions where you know the uh, teams have been in real big debt because the players haven't paid their money, but and again, like I said, over the last few years, I guess especially when you know Webos took it over, the um, it's got a lot better. And the same with you and with you and Matt and Trutch and Ron, like the sub situation now so much better. Um, and again, like I said, it's helped. That we've got all this technology in place, um, and I think that's helped. That's also helped take a bit of stress off for of Lynn.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Um, but yeah, so and again, it, like I said, it's just phenomenal the work she does. And again, like I said, people don't always see what she does in the background, but it's again mental work. You know, I've seen her send emails at two o'clock in the morning. You know, sending team sheets in. You know, oh,
0: it's just you know, meetings and stuff like that. Is yeah, absolute. This is yeah, crazy, crazy, woman, but you know, angel.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly that, and yeah, like you know, I've been, I've been to. a suburban league, league meeting with Lynn you know the meetings last 30 minutes but Lynn's been chatting to, to everyone there for an hour and, <laughs> and a half on, after and you're like all the referees. Come, on, come on Lynn let's, so, yeah it's time to go like and, you know, and she's like you know and she's like oh yeah but I, I was like come on Lynn and it's like, you know and even like, after games like she would she would sit in a bar until everyone had gone of
0: course yeah
1: um, so but that's the kind of person she is you know she's, she loves Wessex and again like but again there's been days when she's travelled miles in the cold the wet and she sat through two games of football
0: yeah just just to chair. and to i'm like play.
1: fair play to her because because some of the games sometimes are not the not the best are they you know and
0: oh, you may lose two and, games bro she's still there celebrating you know like
1: <laughs> yeah i mean, <laughs> you know. I mean? it's just like and that yeah like this is crazy but uh, like i said everyone knows lynn you know it's it's you know it's a pleasure to, to have her you know involved in, in yeah. the club and to you know do do everything that you do, you know. Like I said, we can't be thankful enough, you know. And yeah. and again, like I, I love I, I you know I can't shout out enough to to you know the sponsorship that we're getting. Um, and all the work again, like you and are doing to get more sponsorship in, you know, it's only going to make the club better and more successful. So you know, and again, I like personally, you know, as as we do it presentations, you know, that I think you if it weren't for your your granddad a couple of seasons ago. I think yeah, yeah, we, would, yeah. we would have went bust, you know, and, and even before, like, the, you know, I've, I've only mentioned him a couple of times, but Jack Moody Grant, like, again, there's been a couple of times when we've been in a real bad position where we had no money, you know, and he's gone in and pulled out of his own money, out of his own pocket um, to keep the f- club afloat, you know, and, you know, bought brought the first team, brand new kit, reserve team, brand new kit, all out of his own money. And the same with Lin and Ray, like, you know, Lin and Ray would be like, ploughing money into the club without I, I, you know, I know put when,
0: money you know behind our back sometimes actually,
1: not in the past. yeah that's it i was just about to say that just, to, just my mouth, like, i've been there's been days when i'm like then how have you paid that bill well i haven't seen an invoice for it oh yeah i paid it well, where, where's the invoice oh don't worry about it and i'm like then you need to we need to be put you know we need to be paying it through. like you can't be tipping out yeah but we didn't have enough money in there but i'm like yeah but we'd have been we, we'd have been all right and like yeah <laughs> you know and, Put put our own money in, you know, and I'm not going to sit here and sing my own praises. But I've done the same, you know, not nowhere near as much as Lin and Jack, but you know, there's been stages where we're like, where I'm like, oh my God, I'm not going to have enough to pay for training, so I've had to transfer money into to to, to keep the club afloat. And you know, the same with Weber. Weber's done exactly the same thing, you know. And like I said, there's you know, there's a few people still involved in the club that will always be the Wessex till they die, is you know, in a matter of saying, in it, you know, but yeah, just you know, you can't thank those people enough because we, like I said, wouldn't keep it going if it weren't for them. And seeing yeah. you know, your granddad, you know, saved us at the right time when we were really struggling. And and like I said, it's gone from strength to strength. And even like what I think is about is it about fifth or sixth year now that he's he's sponsored put sponsorship into us? Uh,
0: but funny enough, I don't think he I don't think he has because Rich Rich took over, didn't he? With his uh, I mean, you're wearing it. <laughs>
1: yeah no no but like I mean but like over the past sort of it's been about four or five years that you put in
0: oh yeah
1: yeah to to keep to yeah so and sort of which has really helped pay for pitches but like you said yeah I'm you know Rich now you know putting in and you know getting this great sponsorship for us you know and like I said I know you guys are are on the lookout all the time and I I just think the way you and Trutchy and the, the rest of the guys are you know trying to attract new players into the club it's absolutely fantastic and <laughs> you know I don't want to like I said I don't want to spoil it but it's going to be brilliant when um, when it all comes and yeah, all, no, all no, you no. guys keep your eyes on social media and again like I said the talk of of the third team as well like I said nothing's set in stone yet but we've got because we've got there's a lot of do's and don'ts and the pros and cons we need to weigh up Then we need to look That's at big plans, isn't it? Know, we've got a yeah we've got to look at the, the finances and there's a lot but it, there is talks going on too. So, you know, hopefully, to you know, to those players that you know that are still involved in not playing week in week out, you know, that, that potentially we we may have a third team. So, but yeah, so watch this space and yeah,
0: definitely. Yeah, like I
1: said, I really look, I really look forward to to the to the next sort of once we get back out playing and look forward to the next sort of couple of years. And like I said, in you know, we we got more, we got a lot, we got some good experience coming into the committee as well, you know, over the next six months and, you know, what positions they will fill in the next six months is, is uh, to be decided. But, you know, um, like I said, I just think, yeah, we've got so much potential. and I just, I'm really excited and look forward to seeing what happens next.
0: Yeah, so am I, mate. Anyway, um, we'll, we'll end it there. Pleasure as always. Yeah. Cheers, mate.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, it's great to... to to give my views, and I hope you all enjoy it. Like I said, you know, again, thanks again for having me on, and That's uh, I mean. look forward to your uh, future podcasts.
0: Yeah, no, fantastic. Thanks for joining us, mate, and thanks everyone
2: else for listening. We'll catch you on next week's podcast. Cheers, mate.